You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So, I mean, was it just like one of those emotional things where you saw it? Did you think you were dreaming at first? It didn't seem real. It just was, it was so... I mean, it doesn't seem real to me right now. It was so unreal and so unexpected that uh, I can't, it's some... I was speechless. You, you seem I, a little speechless now. I actually even. waited to go and look at it for over an hour. <laughs> no way. I swear. No, ask my dad. Ask my dad. I saw it and I'm like, I can't go in there. I'm like, I'm not ready. I need to get mentally prepared for going in It took in you there. an hour to get mentally prepared for it. And I was sitting right across from it. Yeah. Was it worth it? It was so worth it. Okay. Oh my God. All right. We, we need to discuss this. The Sarah's Big Day. That's oh, got to be the name of this it episode. It was. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. So much stuff. So much Much stuff. Much a lot. And uh, I want to say, A, thank you for finding us. Thanks for listening to this show. We really do appreciate that. Also, we've got uh, a special guest that's going to be joining us later on. Well, we have not is, one but two special guests. Well, we do. We have two special guests. Mm, but I was going to tease them separately. Okay, that's good. That's, uh, I think that was, that was what I was going to do with that one. So uh, we have AJ from Worthy Brewing, who's going to be joining us. Worthy Brewing, of course, the fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio's Green Room. A longtime friend of Fun Employment Radio, the Worthy Brewing is. Absolutely. And AJ is coming on for the first time here on our show. And I think the first time ever. I don't know if he radio. wants us to tell that. Okay, well, okay, he told me that behind the real, scenes. I know, but everyone's super nice and supportive. Like, I don't think I think that would make it less scary. You think it would make like calling it out? Well, I'm just I, I don't know. I didn't think it would make any difference either way because he's not hearing this right now, so he won't know whether or not we mentioned it or not. Okay, but, so AJ, but if you're he hearing this get... in the future, this is me like trying to I'm just trying to get you more accustomed to getting ready to go live because I know you're going to just nail it. <laughs> All right, so there we go. So AJ from Worthy Brewing is going to be joining us here on the show in just a little bit. Um, also, we've got a ton of other stuff to get to today. I want to talk about some some things that maybe happened this weekend, but what we need to really get to is what happened to Sarah and Sarah's big day. And Sarah... It is Sarah's... Sarah, Sarah's big adventure. Sarah's big adventure. Okay, Sarah's not big like, adventure. Much like Pee-wee's big adventure, it's Sarah's big adventure. Uh, so, Sarah, why don't we walk through what happened here for you? It's like I don't even believe that it happened. I know. It's like so... It's, it's, I have no words. Yeah. Was, I mean, well, I have, you're going to have to have I have lots words. of words. I have lots of okay, words. Okay, good. But I'm good. just saying it's, it was overwhelming. Okay, so, so let's, um, let's walk it back. To this weekend, where you <laughs> headed up to to your homeland of the Bremerton, Washington I did area. go to Bremerton, Washington, which, oh my gosh, do you know what? What? Bremerton's starting to become hip. There's some, like, big, like, hip magazine in Seattle that said, like, up-and-coming hot spots to live. Motherfucking Bremerton, Washington. Oh, it's, for, for anybody who doesn't know, too, it's, it's kind of a, it's a suburb of Seattle, but it's across the sound. So it's, yeah, so it's it like takes a, fair, a little while it's separated to get there. Between, like, a, it's either a, an hour drive around the bay or an hour ferry ride. Uh, but it's like directly across from Seattle. However, they're just getting ready to, I think, bring in the foot ferry again, which is the passenger ferry, <laughs> which is which is what I took in high school, which is why I could go to so many shows uh-huh. in Seattle. Because basically you just park in Bremerton, take a 30-minute ride to uh, Seattle and – ferry ride to Seattle and you're there in downtown Seattle. I don't know why when you say foot ferry, it just makes me think of all of the feet that they keep finding in Vancouver, Washington – or Vancouver, Ew. Canada. You know, because they have that thing. Like, that's a real story where they keep finding – 
just random feet wash yes, up onto I the know. shore. We don't talk about the feet. I, so, but then when you say, and, and so I associate that, you know, the sound isn't that far away well, from I Vancouver. A, I call it a passenger And then you ferry. say a foot ferry, and I'm like, okay, so they're going around just throwing feet off this ferry going back and forth Well, I call the it sound. a passenger ferry, but a lot of people call it the foot ferry. So, I mean, it's just the one yeah. that doesn't allow any cars. It's just all like and just, just human, feet off of it. like human passengers, and you mm. throw your feet off. Okay, um, all right. So anyway, so yeah, so Bremerton's getting – it's on the up and up. And, you okay. know, the, the uh, commerce there is growing a little bit. There are lots of new, like, different kinds of shops and things. Uh-huh. And, um, well, okay, so yesterday was the – Do breakfast. you walk around and brag about how you're, you're a Bremerton original? No, I don't really. Like, do people call themselves Bremelos? Is that coming back? Well, I mean, I've always called myself a Bremelo. Yeah. You know that. Well, you have the right to do that. I have no yeah. shame. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so on Saturday, went and spent the day actually with my sister and mom and my niece, Eloise, and we had so much fun. Found a, found a non-Chinese bathing suit. So if mine never comes, I do finally have... A bathing suit. And to explain that, on, on the last episode of Fun Employment Radio, Sarah was talking about her swimsuit. She ordered from China that will seemingly never arrive. It's never going to arrive. I, I can So you did it. get a different one. I did buy a different one. Okay. I like it. It actually fits. I'm like, cool. I'm super excited. Like, Because bathing suit shopping is just the worst. Mm-hmm. Like that in, if, in jeans shopping. Those are just like the two worst things. Um, so anyway, what did that like? Had like a big lifetime movie night with my mom and sister and niece. And it was just a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Got a good night's sleep and then woke up the next day to go to the brew festival with my pops. Yeah, so you were going to a brewer's festival up there, up, up, up in that, that area. Yeah, right, so I was Bremerton saying area. like the, the area is growing and there are a lot of like new breweries in and around uh, Bremerton. There are lots of uh, different small little towns, like there's uh, surrounding towns that are all They're all weird sounding too. Yeah, they're all like there's What's like Gorst. Gorst is the weirdest Belfair, sounding. Port Orchard, uh, Polsbo. is weird too. That's a, just a weird Polsbo's sounding name. amazing. Well, I mean, I'm not saying anything about the city. It's like a little Nor. Uh, it's like uh, dressed up as like a little Norwegian style town. Yeah, Gorst might be a weird enough named city that I would. Gorst live is there. where I got my tramp stamp. Remember? That's right. Yes, from the illegal uh, tattoo parlor. From the tattoo, the tattoo parlor wasn't illegal. It was illegal to tattoo me because I was 16. Well. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and it was in like a mobile home. It was. Yeah, that sounds very cl- legal. You know what? Everything on the that's how up. you should describe people. From, like, that's how I know I'm Bremerton because I got a tattoo in a mobile home <laughs> in Gorst and I was excited about it. Okay, that's uh, the true sign. So that's how you test newbies. That's how you test Bremerton. the newbies. So, um, yeah, so there are lots of breweries popping up. My sister and I actually went to the uh, one on Saturday and had like a quick beer over there and they're, they're really cool. Like Bremerton – We've always liked it for like its CD bars, but it's starting to actually become a little more um, – have a little more culture. A little more hip. It's a little more hip. There are like some hipper bars coming in. Okay. Um, restaurants, like breakfast places. It's very odd to see like the yeah. resurgence, which is good. So um, yeah, so woke up uh, bright and early on Sunday and my mom was going to be the DD for my dad and his best friend <laughs> and I. And she was going to take us to the beer fest and then – and she did. So Was it in a minivan? It was in a minivan. <laughs> That's awesome. So your mom carts you and your dad and your and, dad's and buddy. Dad, and my dad's buddy. Can I bring a friend too? Because, you know, I think it was like, can I bring a daughter too? Because I think him and his friend were already going. And so I, um, I hadn't seen his friend in years, which was fine. I, I, um, they've been friends forever and I haven't seen him in a while. But uh, he was really cool. And so so my mom – so my, we go and pick up my, my dad's friend in the mm-hmm. minivan. Mm-hmm. And then all four of us are just on our way. Down to down to the brew fest. So it's about I don't know, like a twenty five minute, thirty minute drive. And uh, as we're driving past Polesbo, uh-huh. uh, on the way to Bainbridge Island, because what it is, um, this the place that the brew fest was at was a, a separate building from a casino there. I think it's Clearwater Casino. 
I can't remember which one it is, but it's like right there next to um, the Bainbridge Island Bridge, basically. Okay, so, there's a, a big, so it's a big casino. It's a big casino. I think it's – I'm pretty sure it's Clearwater or something or other. Okay. It's a big casino. And so um, this whole time, you know, my dad had been telling me, he's like, yeah, it's a brew fest and it's at something – it's at like a, a different part of the – of a the casino buildings like it's in a different like section of their property but it's still like part of the casino so this whole entire time i'm sitting here thinking like all right well you know i guess we're, you know it sounds i don't care i get to hang out with my dad and have beers that's like awesome right um but as i'm getting closer i started thinking about it as i was sitting in the back of a minivan and we were getting ready to go it was like a about, about noon yesterday mm-hmm. and i was thinking i'm like you know what i've Always wondered about this because when they kept saying it, they kept saying it was a lodge that was owned by the casino. Okay, and I which makes thinking, sense. Like casino, casinos when they have the big property. Yeah, because it's on tri- and it's on tribal land. Yeah, so, I mean, so they have like separate properties. Like this yeah, one, like this particular kind of one. Stuff. Yeah, this particular one's like quite expensive, and you can mm-hmm. rent it for like you know anniversaries or weddings and those kinds okay. of things. Um, and so I, so I was like, so you said it's a lodge and uh, they're trying to remember the name. My dad remembers like, oh yeah, it's the, it's the Kiana Lodge. And that's what it is. And it, that kind of sounded familiar. I'm like, I remember reading years ago about, of course, uh, the exterior of, well, this is going to be about Twin Peaks. So everybody mm-hmm. just, there you go. Uh, how the exterior of the Great Northern, which is like the main, one of the main places in the world of Twin Peaks, which is the big hotel owned yeah. by Ben Horn. Um, is the outside of that uh, the hotel on top of Snoqualmie Falls? I can't remember what it's called. Um, uh, the Salish, Salish something. Salish, yes, yeah. I believe that is it. Yeah, so that's the outside of the Great Northern that was used uh, throughout the show, at least like during the intros. But the inside was filmed somewhere else, and it was always said that it was somewhere on Bainbridge Island in a lodge out there, and they had just used the interior for the first uh, like I think eight episodes. Well, definitely for the first one and then like intermittently for like the first eight episodes before they built a soundstage and did the rest of it in Los Angeles. So um, so, I, uh, so I'm so i looking up. I'm like, all right, Kiana Lodge. And I'm like – so at first I looked up like Clearwater Casino, Twin mm-hmm. Peaks. And I looked up and there was uh, – and like nothing had pulled up. I'm like, okay. So well, it's like, oh, no, it must not be real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm no like, way. well, I'm like, there's no – Way in the world that this is going to happen. I'm like, all right. Because I looked it up. I got excited as I'm sitting in the back of the minivan. I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, Twin Peaks. I'm like, Clearwater Casino, Twin Peaks. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, there's nothing. I'm like, okay. And so then I was like, okay, what's the name of that? I'm like, the Kiana Lodge. I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just look that in. And I type in Kiana Lodge T and it autocorrects, autofills with Twin Peaks. Oh, I'm like, my God. And that's when we're turning off the main road. <laughs> so you're not everything. even there yet. No, we're not there yet. And I was like... Oh my! And I haven't seen. Granted, so let me tell you, I haven't seen my dad's best friend in like fifteen years. Yeah. So here I am, in the back seat of the mm-hmm. minivan, babbling about a TV show that I love. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm sorry, wait. I just, I think, uh, is this, is this the thing? <laughs> and I'm looking, and I can't really like uh, communicate. So you're saying, oh my god! So it sounds like something's wrong. Yeah. And they're like, what's going on? And and you know, my. Dad's and by the way, like, if you don't know, Sarah uh, just happens to be one of the biggest Twin Peaks fans. In the world, Scott Daly's the Scott Daly. Scott yeah. Daly beats you, but yeah, it's pretty close. So, uh, so, <laughs> so I'm looking and I'm like, oh my god! And I start looking and I'm looking at the inside, and sure enough, where we are going is where they filmed and established the inside of the Great Northern. 
The what is the Great Northern? The Great Northern again is uh, is the hotel in Twin Peaks. It's uh, it's one of the main places where a lot of the action happens. Uh, the Great Northern is um, it has like a lot of Native American art inside. It's wood paneled. It's like walking into a log cabin. So anyway. So my mom drops us off and and gives us our hugs and you know we make sure we have our tickets and then we walk up and get our little wristbands and our cups and as um, as my dad's putting on my wristband on me like I he's just like oh look that person's talking about Twin Peaks too and I look and of course you know there's a crazy looking person wearing uh-huh. like a an R and R diner shirt and she's talking to one of the people and he's like I hear her saying something about about the lodge I'm like. Because I didn't want to ask, I yeah. didn't want to be, but I, I would have, of course, eventually asked, but I didn't want to right away. And so I'm like, oh, excuse. So I just walked up. I was just like, excuse me, I'm sorry. Are you <laughs> like, pan- excuse, excuse, <laughs> excuse me. me? Say how oh, you really said it. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me. Are you talking about Twin Peaks? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, yes, I am. I'm like, oh, are you? And like, she's trying to talk to me, and I'm too excited. I'm like, is that you're talking about the lodge? Is the lodge really here? Is it around here somewhere? And the girl who was uh, passing up the cup, she's like, actually, it's right there and she turned and pointed to her right and there's a building right next to her and it was the motherfucking lodge <laughs> so uh <laughs> imagine what that girl has to deal with the person that works there they all know they all I, know yeah, but I it t- must t- get so so old but after a while it's not advertised unless you are really hardcore about it yeah they don't have they i mean there is a tiny little thing that you can find that says that makes a reference to Twin Peaks, but uh, she's like, it's right there. I'm like, oh my god! And my dad's like, do you want to go in? I'm like, no, I don't want to go no, in. Why didn't you want to go in? Right because then? I wasn't ready. Because I wasn't ready. Yeah. Because like you, like you get handed a gift, <laughs> and sometimes you want to sit and look at the package for a little bit before okay. you rip it open. Okay. All right. So you're freaking so out. Go in. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just like, all right. You know, we're just gonna chill. And dad, my dad's like, why don't you want to go? I'm like, I just need to. I need a minute. I need to like. I need. I'm like, this is. I'm uh-huh. very excited. Yeah. I don't need to rush into it. We're going to be here for the next five hours. I right. Think I can I, – I will just wait for a little bit. Let's get a beer. We can mill around. So, um, yeah, so we ended up you know, taking some samples, meeting a bunch of the brewers. There were some awesome breweries. I ended up meeting the brewer from um, the place that my sister and I went to. Oh, OK. Cool. Yeah. And he was a really nice guy. Took a shine into me. Kept giving me free beer. My dad's like, how do you do that? I'm like, oh, that's yeah. me, dad. Just made it. Just made it work. Because <laughs> I was the weird Twin Peaks girl. So anyway, <laughs> then finally I was looking. You know, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready. You guys can stay here. I'm like, I'm ready to go in, and look at it. And there's like, oh hell no, we want to watch you spaz out. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> so I walk in, and it is exactly like how you would think it would feel to walk into the Great Northern. It was. They still have it set up the same. It's it's set up the way that it always was, like that's the way that's that it's it always before, been styled. And then they yeah, just and what what there. David Lynch and Mark Frost and the set designers did is they took different components of this and moved furniture around because like the main. Well, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. So walk yeah. in, and there are you know animal heads everywhere, log cabin, brick fireplaces, like uh, the sit, like wooden tables with wooden chairs. Like I'm walking in, I'm almost like hyperventilating. So I'm just like seeing the main place. I'm like, okay, okay. Because now, right are there other people in, just like you, like hyperventilate in there and like yes. freaking out? Okay, thank God. Uh huh. So I walk in, and the first thing I recognize is one of the first scenes when Ben and Leland are sitting in front of the fireplace, uh, looking at this fireplace thing, in, in like the opening scene of uh, Twin Peaks, the first episode. And I look, and I walk in. It's the motherfucking fireplace and the motherfucking ch- couch. I'm sorry, I'm swearing, but I'm like, okay. So I'm already freaking out. Then I go into the next room. And the next room is the dining room 
that was not only used as the dining room, it was used in so many things as like the Miss Twin Peaks contest. It was used as the there these giant Native American paintings on the walls that they pushed a desk in front of. It was used as the reception desk. For the actual Great Northern. Wow. There's like uh, – So it's all there and it's, it's all – It's all there but they just moved things around to make it look like different parts. So that main room that I walked in was like when you walked into the Great Northern but also it was it, – I'm sorry. This is so inside Twin Peaks baseball. But then if you look to the left, there's a spiral staircase and a, and a place that is um, – that's like Ben Horn's study, which is a completely different room. So right. they took these – So they just filmed different sections in there. Yeah. So they filmed all these different sections. So um, then I go into the last room and it's – this giant it's there's this huge scene with the norwegians in in twin peaks and i don't even know what party. you're talking exactly, about exactly yeah. but everyone who has seen it knows the norwegians what I'm talking about. okay yeah their meeting hall the fucking meeting hall looked exactly the same it had all the chairs stacked up it's like when audrey goes and it's like my friend was murdered so um that was there so i'm i'm beside myself my yeah. my dad and his friend are laughing at me but with me <laughs> but very excited like my yeah. dad's friend was no, like and i think that's awesome i mean there's plenty of things that i would freak out about if i were to see it like a sets of of movies and shows that i like so i mean i totally appreciate that i don't know the references to twin peaks but i think that's awesome yeah well and so and they were really nice and and you know and and even my dad's friend was like, I'm really excited for you because I can yeah. see how exciting this is. And then, uh-huh. the, then we ended up all having a conversation about, like, what you would be excited about to meet. Right. Like, who would you be excited to meet? Um, to meet or, or like, no, uh, who you said? Set. Like, I'm like, if the, set, if the set of your favorite show was, like, 50 feet that way, uh-huh. would you be freaking out? And he's like, yeah, I'd be freaking out. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's good. I mean – a, if it was anything to do with Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Like if I, if you could say, like even going to see the dinosaurs that are in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the and to be able to go in one of those, which you can do. Mm-hmm. I think you can still go in them anyway. But it's it's on the freeway in California. I would love to go see that. But this is like if not- this were like the Bada Bing or something from The Sopranos, I would freak the hell out. Yeah, if it's not set up, like for if the I could Sopranos, walk in, and- if it's just you're walking in, and it's like I was in there by myself. Yeah, I was in there because I went back, of course, you know. Billions of times, but I mean, like walking in there and like walking around and not having it like roped off or having uh-huh. someone being like, and here's the site where it's like something that you, if you know it, you know it. Right. Like nobody's Otherwise sitting there. Otherwise, it's just a bar. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like a pretty room. But if you know the history. So, anyway, so I am super excited. I'm like, all right, getting my bearings. I'm like, all right, okay, I've seen it. I'm, I'm definitely going to come back, but let's go and like look at some more of the breweries and everything. That's awesome. That's, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Oh, I know. I, so, yeah. so just one more. Th- so then I walk <laughs> out. So we walk out back, and I hadn't realized because we you kind of walk in the side because it's like this beautiful courtyard uh, where the brewfest is, and then like the the cabin, the lodge is off to one side. So you kind of walk in a side door. So I hadn't seen the front of it. So I walk out the other side door toward the water, and I was thinking. And so I ended up talking to a guy who was taking like some pictures out there for the festival, and he's like, "Oh, so you're here to see the log?" I'm like, "What? The log cat? The logs inside? That, that I did see them." He's like, "No, the log." It's like Laura Palmer's log right there. Dun, and dun, I turned dun. and looked. And the <laughs> fucking log. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Greg's telling me. I'm sorry. Okay. The log. The not fucking log. The log was right there. It was sitting right there. It was laying on the beach from the first episode from the infamous Laura Palmer wrapped in plastic laying next to the log. Wow. It was. And so I immediately called Scott Talley. Like the log is still there? The log, so got, that was actually, filmed, what, 20-some years ago? I actually ended up making friends with a bunch of the Kiana staff. Because How? of course I did. And because yeah. um, I was talking to them and she's just like, oh, because one of the ladies who was working there, um, maybe I won't say her name, but she was amazing. Oh, oh, 
Pam, you were awesome. And she was there and she's like, yeah. So she worked there for a number of years. And what she was saying is that the log had actually floated away. I was going to say. During like, the storm. N- there's no way a log would still be there after that time. It was flo- it floated away during a storm. It ended up uh, some uh, – there's some like a uh, fisherman's kind of like logging trap thing that, that, that caught it okay. down the way. And so they had the log and they started chipping at it. And then somebody recognized the log and they were like, hey, I think you lost your log. So they ended up toting it back over <laughs> to where it was. And now it's shackled to like the cement on the side. Like they have it chained to – uh, the side of it, so it can't float away. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's there. And so as soon as I go out there, I see a lot of people, and I, I see my first kindred spirit laying there next to the log. <laughs> and I'm like, oh laying my there God. pretending to be a body that's oh, next God, to the log. Oh, God, it's so stupid. Oh, so wonderful. That's that's pretty fantastic. It was pretty – I mean, it looked exactly the so same. So did you lay next to the log of and get a picture? I did. I sure as hell did. <laughs> it was amazing. And I just sat there and looked at it for a while. Then turning around, I didn't realize that um, that's also – for anybody else, and then I'll stop talking about it. It's P- it's Pete Martell's house. So actually, the outside that I hadn't looked at when I turned back around, looking from the log, that's like where Pete Martell and Josie Packard and um, where they all live. Did they just film a ton of the show there or something? They did. What they did is they set the scenes. I think they only filmed the outsides for the first parts uh-huh. as like the establishing scenes, right? And then they kind of uh, and then they built like sets and things around it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It so was, you just think you're going to a Brewers Fest and then you stumble I'm just upon super this. excited to go to a Brewers Fest with uh, and spend time with my dad. And uh, so not only did I just have the we just had the best time at the Brewers Fest. All the brewers were awesome. The place was beautiful. And then I got to hang out with my dad and got to see like things from Twin Peaks I had never seen before, nor was I expecting to. Like Is there the set of any other thing that you would be this excited about? Like I'm trying to think about it. You know, because I said the Bada Bing. I mean, that'd be okay. But now that I, I think about it, the Bada Bing, it's just a strip club. It wouldn't yeah. be that. I mean, it'd be cool to see it, but. I don't really think so. I mean, that's, it's so, I mean, that's something that's going to be, it's so lynchy. And to mm-hmm. get to be that close to something that, yeah. you know, that David Lynch and Mark Frost looked at and they're like, this is the world that I want to create. And it's already here in this It's going to be based around that. And it's going to be based around this that already exists because the magic is here. Like, I just, it's, you could feel it when you were in there. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So I didn't even know about the, like, I was so excited about the inside, didn't even know about the log. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever are lucky enough to go to the Keanu Lodge. It's funny that they don't advertise it now. I mean, you would think they had now one... they could charge like an entrance to that thing with Twin Peaks coming back. Oh, yeah. You know? No, but they were all like, everyone was just really mellow about it. Like, they're just like, oh, well, yeah. They're, this so, is they're all used to it. Yeah. And they were, everyone there was just so nice. And they weren't just like, yeah, weird person who's talking about Twin Peaks. Like, they were so nice. That's and cool. And so the one thing I did find, so I was looking for it because when I was looking online, I'm like, is there anything else I'm missing after I'd found everything? So I didn't want to cheat. I'm like, let me look uh-huh. around and see. And then they're like, oh, there is a plaque there. So right uh, to the right of the log, if you're looking out toward the water, there's a plaque that says a pivotal scene in Twin Peaks pilot episode was filmed here in 1989. Laura Palmer was discovered right next to the immense log tethered before you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Wow. Well, that is that is very, very cool. Yeah, met some. That's a cool surprise. Met some kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. Talked a little Twin Peaks with them. We all cheers and. Yeah, it was it was really fun. That's really cool. Mm. Well, congratulations. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Well, now I see how people, you know, if they go to conventions and get to, like, see other like-minded people who, like, mm-hmm. truly love the same thing that they do. Yeah. Like, it's neat. It's neat to have an instant connection with someone about some silly thing that you love. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is Sarah's big. And I weekend. think that my yeah, and I think Sarah's that big my, adventure. My father's dad. I think it, I think he likes me, but I think he thought I was very strange. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no. I mean, and look. 
I, I completely respect everybody that likes Twin Peaks. It's not for me. I tried it. The show's just not for me. That's all. Yeah, that's what I was telling um, my dad. My dad's like, does Greg like Twin Peaks? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah, I it mean, not his it's, just, it's just not my thing. Yeah. You know, I don't hate it. I just, it's, I don't, I don't get it. It's just not, not mm. for me. But I appreciate how many people like it. However, Twin Peaks fans, you guys know you're weird. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's a weird, weird no, show. No, I saw my fellow weirdo yeah. when she and was just like talking that. about the I'm not the judging. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know you're weird. So last yeah. night when we got home, so my mom came and picked us up and we're like, Ooh, and I was so excited about the mm. Twin Peaks stuff. Um, and so my mom wanted to watch the first episode. I'm like, you're not going to like it. But we ended up sitting and watching the entire first episode. And so we would pause. She's such a good sport. I love my mom. <laughs> Because uh, we'd pause it, I'd be like, "Okay, mom, do you see the lodge right see? here? Here's my picture on my phone that I have. That's exactly <laughs> the same thing. Do you see that pole that Audrey's standing behind, giggling? It's this pole right here that I have. Do you see where Leland Palmer's being told that his daughter see? is dead? That's those windows right there. See, this is why uh, hanging out with Scott and Sarah, uh, Scott Scott Daly, our, our good friend Scott Daly. Uh, whenever Scott and Sarah start talking about that stuff, I'm just like, "Yep, okay, tune out." Uh, mm. I'm I'm zoned out, and everybody around you will tune out too. But you two have the best time ever talking about it, mm. which again, fantastic. I have no idea. It's like you're talking a different language. I know. I have no idea what you're even talking about. I know. Well, yeah. I just uh, you know, I love what I love. I'm glad that oh, other yeah. people find what they absolutely no, it, exactly. And you don't. And it's not for everybody. Like people, the first thing people tell me a lot is like, I feel like I should watch it. I'm like, first of all, nobody should make you feel like you should like anything or watch mm-hmm. anything. Like. Just because I like it doesn't mean you're going to or mean that you have to. Like right. it's it speaks to me because I love how bizarre and weird the mm-hmm. world is, but it's also bizarre and weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is weird. Yeah, <laughs> it is so weird. But if you're not, if you don't like that kind of stuff, it's just going to seem super silly to you. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I do have a picture laying next to the log. I took a bunch of pictures. I'm very excited. That is awesome. Yeah. And I got to spend the day with my dad. So. Sarah's big adventure. Win-win. It was really like the most awesome day. I'm so glad well, that I went. You did get to have some beers up there, Sarah. We're mm-hmm. about to talk about some beer right now. Oh, my too. gosh. You know what would so, have made it even better is if Worthy Brewing was there. Worthy Brewing. Yeah. Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio's Green Room. Okay, so we need to take a break because AJ, I think, is about here. And uh, we're going to have him on. We're going to talk about the Hop Observatory. I want to get an update on that because um, we've talked about yeah, it Yeah, because we need to go see it. We need to go I see want it. To I'm go. so excited to go see yeah. it. Um, and uh, everything else that's going on with them. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And we are back here on Fun Employment Radio. Yeah, we are. Yes, I'm sorry, Sarah. Not everybody is a Twin Beaks fan. I mean, it's, That's it's okay. A, I'm, I'm glad not everybody is because then it just makes me feel more special. And exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's how that works. All right, so um, we are back. We've been talking about it. Worthy Brewing, of course, the fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio's Green Room, and just makers of fantastic beer. And we have <laughs> makers of fantastic beer. That's probably not their uh, how they phrase that. That's but, a good. Phrase, I mean, it's true. Though. I mean, that's good. If, I, if I'm looking at beers, I'm like, what can I get? I'm that's sure, good. It's like makers of. Fantastic yes, beer. I'm sure their marketing department is going to want to trademark what I just said right there. Uh, but we are joined now by AJ from Worthy Brewing. Hello, AJ. How's it going? Hi, Doing AJ. Well. I swear I didn't say earlier that you'd never been on a radio program or anything. Uh, probably uh, sweet. Thank you. Sarah yeah. called you out, and I'm like, why are you calling him out? Why are you doing AJ's this? AJ's cool, though. I mean, it's just going to cut. It's natural. I, I try. I'm a sales guy, so I can just kind of go with the flow and wing it. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. every, like every beer rep that I've ever met is like the coolest person ever. I'm like, you have to have a, like, a good true. temperament and personality to be able to. It takes to do a that. certain type. That's definitely true. Is yeah. this, now, is this the first company you've been a beer rep for? No, I was uh, with Columbia Distributing for almost nine years. So oh, okay. I've been selling beer for a long time. I've been with Worthy for about six months now. Oh, nice. How are you liking the change? It's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Couldn't be with a better company. Yeah, that's nice. fantastic. So are you, 
Are you here in the Portland area, or yes. just, I mean, we don't have to talk about your job if you don't want to. Oh, I just no, find fine. it interesting. That's fine. Yeah, I no, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm the sales manager for Portland. Okay. Um, so I basically uh, have everything north of uh, Salem, uh, you know, up to Vancouver. Jeez, know, by yourself. Uh, we just hired a second person. Thank goodness. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of driving. It is, it is quite a bit right now. So. Oh, my God. But I, it's a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. I get to go from account to account and talk to people about beer and enjoy food and beer during the day and call it work. And yeah, right? Not Hell a bad yeah. Gig. Not a bad gig. On an average day, how many places do you usually like hit up? It varies depending on the schedule, um, but anywhere from you know eight some day to you know, 20 other days. Wow. I'm not drinking it every one, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's no way you can make it to I would make day. it to 20. <laughs> You're like, let me tell you yeah. about World of Beer. It's good. Just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sincerely, AJ. <laughs> well, and do you get to – do you go out to the Bend location very much or – As much as I can. I try to find an excuse to get out there as often as possible. I would like to get out there more. But yeah. I'm usually down there at least once a month um, and then I try to squeak another trip or two in there. Nice. <laughs> Beautiful place. Yeah, I mean, awesome why brewery. not? It, yeah, it, find an excuse. It's not a bad gig. Right? Yeah. And especially and during the summer and now since the Hopservatory is open. Yes, yes. it is. Oh, finally. I want to which, see that. Which so we've bad. talked about it before here on the show, awesome. but I just want to awesome. reiterate it to, to anybody who, who doesn't know about the Hopservatory at Worthy Brewing in Bend, Oregon. So it's a legit observatory. Yes. In a brewery. Yes. That's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> so what's the definition of an observatory? Does it just have like one tele I, – I don't know a lot about it. Got, so. It's got a, the full-on dome out there. We <gasps> built that. So it's a big silo with a dome top. It's got the retractable roof on it. Uh, we've got two telescopes in there. Um, and basically you can go up there, open up the roof, use the telescopes, mess around, look at stars. Um, and then usually with the tours and whatnot, there's somebody who knows about – Stars and constellations, so they can point out stuff to you and say, "Hey, check that out." That's, like, that's I'm, not, I'm not a star yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's this constellation. I went to Mars. I don't <laughs> yeah. even know yet. Exactly, exactly. So it's I haven't been. We just opened it up uh, a couple weeks ago, so I haven't been able to get out there yet since it's been completed. Yeah, I'm going to be down there uh, next week, and I'm looking forward to it. So you probably got it behind the scenes though before it did. Open, I did get right? to see it during construction, which was also. Pretty cool, and I've, now the final the final product is awesome. I've seen some of the pictures too that have gone up. I mean, just the artwork in it alone yes. is incredible, mm -hmm. and the idea of putting that with a brewery is is genius. That's yeah. Our owner he uh, he spares no expense. He he wants it. It's his pet baby, and mm -hmm. uh, he he just wants to make it something that people. People go see and leave going, that's the coolest shit ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then have yeah. a couple of beers and go look at stars. Well, yeah. I mean, even the attention to detail, like not only like a retracting roof and you have two telescopes, but then also even the artwork. I've seen yeah. little bits and pieces of it inside of there. All the mosaic tiles. All the mosaic tiles with the Star Trek stuff, uh -huh. mm -hmm. which is just so neat looking. Yeah. Most of our uh, furniture in the uh, brewery is uh, reclaimed cuckoo wood, <sighs> which is Another thing, just That's one of the just cool things just that thing. makes it just something extra cool. Wow. Oh, I can't wait to get down there. Yeah, me yes. too. I want to look at the hops. And just on the website, too, uh, you know, just to find all the information and find out exactly how deep it goes. I mean, I could talk about it for four hours mm -hmm. if I mm -hmm. had time, but uh, we've got a ton of information on the website that explains everything in great detail on all that stuff. Cool. And you are all, always constantly coming up with new things. Yeah. Wait, well, I had a question really quick. Are you guys doing anything with the Eclipse? 
There will be something with I don't know. I I'm don't not even in yet. on the inside yeah. with that one. That's probably I, something you Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I'm guessing that'll probably be a select few uh special people that are above me that get a really yeah. really use that. How could anybody be above you, AJ? Uh, You're a I special person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good question though. I don't even know where yeah. I'm gonna go see the eclipse. Yeah, yeah. That's... My friend who's a teacher gave me some eclipse watching sunglasses though. Right. Which nice. are pretty cool. Have you yeah. ever looked through those? I have not. It's neat. You can actually see the sun. Like, really? Yeah, you can look right at the sun. It's just pitch black, and then you can look ex- directly at the sun and see it for the first time, like just this orange ball. That's bizarre. It's pr- yeah. it's weird. It's weird. I'm like, should I be as fascinated by just staring <laughs> right. at the sun? Through glasses? It feels wrong when you do something like, like that, too. Even though you know you're safe, it's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My body says I should not be doing that right yeah, now. I but I'd yeah, be worried it's going to burn my retina. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to be careful. If you do get that special invite, be sure you wear the special sunglasses. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll go find some. <laughs> so you, are, you do have the new Observatory, and yes. you also do have a couple new beers that you guys have put out. Yes. Uh, just recently, over the last couple months, we've got the new Stoker Red Ale, mm-hmm. which is I'm, – I'm biased, but it's phenomenal. Yeah, and um, you brought that for us before Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and yep. our comedians who came through loved it. Yes. yes. That's good yeah. to hear. So did I. Yeah. And, and, and so did Greg, because apparently some of them Maybe a couple off. of them – you know, I have to if I'm going to talk about it, I have to know about it. Exactly, you, know? you have to I be knowledgeable. That's, yeah, that's research. my philosophy. Yeah. Always, you know, it's like <laughs> I, I've got samples that I sample accounts on, but yeah, I have to sample some myself. Yeah, too. I mean, How else can you speak knowledge with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say it's delicious. <laughs> it's it's really good. Now, are you a big yeah. red fan? Yeah, I like red. I like reds, ambers, um, IPAs, IPAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. But I mean, I like beer outside of that. But I mm-hmm. think if I were to choose, which yeah, it'd be somewhere in those ones. Yeah, yeah if I, I like, had if I had to pick like favorite. Mm-hmm. I like pale. I'm more like pales and Kolsch's. I like, yeah. like on the lighter side, but I do like, like a good red. Like the red. pre-funk pale ale? Like the mm. pre-funk pale ale. Or the ale. Easy Day Kolsch. Oh, the Easy Day Kolsch <laughs> is my favorite. Easy Day Kolsch It's my favorite, it's is my favorite can, too. That's the orange one, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That is. I've got some of that at home, and I've, I've given it out to some friends. I'm like, hey, you should try this one. Everybody loves the Easy Day Kolsch. Oh, that's, gosh. Like, that's always my golf beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was oh, educating my sister about Kolsch's yeah. this weekend. I'm like, Kolsch's are like the perfect like summer outside like mm-hmm. drinking beer. Mm-hmm. If you just want to yep. be casual, well, you can and crush them all day, and you're and you're not still yep. going to be wasted. okay by the end <laughs> yep. of the night. Exactly. You know? That's I had them at a barbecue this weekend. <laughs> Saturday, <laughs> there I'm like, you go. have some of this. Try this. Yeah, Keep it a classy, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? Um, so, so you've got uh, the Stoker Red that's out, and then yes. the other one. The other one is the Strata IPA. Uh, which is draft only right now. The Stoker's available draft and package. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Strata is draft only. Um, and the cool thing with that is we actually are uh, one of our main hop suppliers, Indie Hops. They work with Oregon State's hop breeding program, and they actually invented this hops. Cool. Hop. It's been, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been about eight years in the work and finally got a yield on it this last year. And wow. Nice. It. And it's, uh, we're constantly doing test batch stuff uh, at the brewery. And, you know, sometimes stuff people, you know, really catches on and people people want more of it. Um, so then we kind of tweak it and mess with it. And that's exactly what happened with this one. That's interesting because you do get to test out all different kinds. I'm like, all right, this one's a big seller. This mm-hmm. one maybe might not be like the best fit. And then just yep. kind of whittle it down from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. That's that's really what cool. I know. That's basic, Greg. I was just I was thinking. No, about it. no. I mean, oh, it wow. is cool. <laughs> so so you get the Strata and Strata's just on draft. Correct. Stoker is available in the stores as well. Yes, so you can pick that one up. Yep, mm. six pack um, cans. And I know. I'm just to, just to talk about Worthy Brewing too for a minute. Uh, you know, I know you guys are really environmentally conscious as well. Yes, like yes. With a lot of stuff that you do. That's uh, Roger, who is who are who is our owner. He mm-hmm. uh, one of his big things is Earth First, Beer Second. In that order. That's good. Um, yes. That's a, and, especially for an Oregon company. That's exactly. That's a great model. Exactly. Um, so 
pretty much everything we do uh, has some green initiative behind it. I can't necessarily claim that we're the most green brewery mm-hmm. because I don't know that for fact. Mm-hmm. But I'd be very surprised if there is one. That well, if is you don't more know, green. then you can't say that you're not the most green brewery. That is right. correct. Yeah, yeah so that's like, a fair statement as well. I mean, exactly. I mean, exactly. I like <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> but I, really uh, yeah, I mean, every, everything we do with uh, we've got solar panels on the roof that power most of the brewery and heat all the hot water. Um, so there's very little waste going on there. Um, the spent grain and hops that we use from brewing, we give those to the local farms, and they use that for the feed. And then we, in turn, get that animal back into the restaurant. Oh, yeah. So nice. everything kind of comes full circle. Um, That's really cool. Our two main hop farms that we use, they're two of the only um, uh, hop farms that are certified salmon safe, uh, which basically their facility with the way that they do their aeration and stuff like that, it uh, – protects the runoff from going into the rivers. Wow. And they're two of the few uh, hop farms that, that are certified salmon safe. So. That's amazing. And that kind and of stuff so is important. important to us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's more than it's more than just beer. You mm-hmm. know, it's mm-hmm. it's everything. You know, we need to we need to make it last so two hundred years from now there's still beer to Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, to be drank. Mm-hmm. Beer to drank and would, fish it, to it, fish. Unless exactly. Greg steals all of it from the green room. <laughs> no, that's, you know. I don't have anything to give to anybody. It's just sample. Sample. That's okay, all you can is. call it a sample and take it all. <laughs> all right. Well, AJ, thank you so much for coming in, too. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, guys this for has been me. great. And I don't believe that you've never been done any radio because you're, you're a pro. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. You did really it. well. Like yeah. I said, I'm a sales guy, so yeah. I just kind of, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, can, you I can go with the flow and pretend, <laughs> pretend like I know what I'm doing, and as long as I can make people believe that, then it works out. That's how we got I into radio. You. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> make it till you make it. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, go to worthybrewing.com, too, for all that information about the Hop Servatory and, and just to find out more about the beers. And what what bars you can go and uh, yeah. grocery stores you can go to to get your Worthy beers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's take a break. We'll be back mm. here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. AJ from Worthy Brewing right here on Fun Employment Radio. We love Worthy Brewing. They are fantastic. AJ was great. Oh, he was so great. I'm glad he was okay with you calling him out at the beginning of the show. No, he's good. Well, I mean, he's solid. Like we were talking yeah. about beer reps. Like you're not a beer rep if you can't hold your own. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, they yeah. are some of the best best guests for interviews. Like for coming straight off the bat, they know what they're talking Absolutely, about. Absolutely, because they have yeah. a passion for what they do, and then yeah. they're personable to be able to chat with any kind of person. Like, yep. I'm, I'm never worried. However, I am glad that you waited until after he left to take your shoes off, which I'm calling Sarah Dex Dillon out on this right now. She just took her shoes off here in the studio, and it's rather warm here in Portland. And you're doing that. You didn't do that when AJ was of here. Of course not. But you did that in front of our other guest who just well, came here. Well, I've known Norm for seems, years. He's a friend of mine. It seems so, I mean, so unprofessional, and I want to apologize right off the bat. But we do have, ladies and gentlemen, Norm from wait, Texas. Wait, you, here wait I studio. thought you were – this wasn't supposed to be on the show. I don't want to imply that AJ is not a friend of mine because he is a friend, but then – I was saying that I've known Norm longer. No, I'm saying I'm I'm saying I you didn't take your shoes off in front of AJ, and I wish you hadn't done it in front of Norm. And now I'm I was apologizing on on behalf of the show. Well, I haven't done anything. Sorry, Norm. We'll get to you in just a second. I haven't done anything except for just take a shower, get into my car, drive for five hours, get out of my car, mm-hmm. and come up here. Mm-hmm. I have not sweat in my socks. That sounds. And like- Norm said it was okay. Hi, Norm. Howdy, Portland. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. How's it going, Norm? Let's get your let's get Norm, you to did weigh you say in. Say it was on okay. Them. He said it was okay. What's, what are the rules for taking off your shoes in an office? 
Okay, if you're in an office, if you're in a friend's home, it, you've got to make sure that your feet are clean before you do so. Uh-huh. And Sarah made a point to tell that she had taken a shower and that she had clean shoes. Now, if you've been running out in the wild and then you hopped in your vehicle to go to a friend's house and you show up and you take your you take your shoes off and you've got black, disgusting feet. Uh-huh. Then we have a problem. Okay. All right. Because that is bad manners, sir. That is bad manners, and you do not enter a house with. The only feet. reason that Greg's but, shoes are still on is because he's wearing his running shoes today, and I know they're hard for him to slip off. If he was wearing his like fancy shoes with the lifts in them, they do be not off have lifts. They are off every day. I look under the table every day just to see, and every day it's little two little socked what, feet clinging. Peeping on. on my feet? Yeah, with your shoes just your laying feet on the peeping. side. <laughs> so, well, no, I have my shoes on right now. Uh, but uh, um, what I was going to say is, if you're okay with this, then clearly that makes it okay if you're on an airplane and you have clean shoes. No, 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 no not bare feet. No, not bare feet. No. Not bare feet. And Norm knows this for a fact. You're traipsing through an airport. Like you, you, yeah, exactly. the, you most recently traveled. So when, I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Listen, I saw someone in sandals flying from Dallas to Salt Lake City where I had to catch the connecting flight to Portland. Person took off their sandals and then proceeded to walk around the cabin. Oh, no. Barefoot? Uh, yes. Oh, no, no, yes. no, 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 no. My wife looks over at me and she goes, Courtney, there's somebody walking barefoot through the cabin. (laughs) And I went... Well, he's probably going to get hookworm and die. <laughs> Wait, are we- Not my problem. <laughs> but put your shoes back on, asshole. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't want to see anybody's bare feet. My friend who's a flight attendant who we've talked about just tells me these horror stories all the time. Oh, of, yeah. Of just people like putting, like wedging their feet, their bare feet between like the seats in front of no, them. No, see, and okay. that's wrong. That's, that's okay, wrong. Okay, yeah. immediately that is a violation of the uh, seat kittimer cords. Yes. If you do that, I'm breaking every single one of your toes. Oh, yeah, I'm accidentally. Gonna just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that your foot was on my seat. Oh, I will go WWE on somebody. I would do that. I will drop the people's elbow at any moment. However, (laughs) someone with some nice clean socks on who decides to take their shoes off and keeps them within their lane, within their the space directly in front of them, not infringing on anyone else's rights for their uh, personal airspace. I think that's all right. Your well, personal Greg, airspace? No. Personal airspace? Yeah, yeah your personal you, bubble. Your, your personal... Do you put your shoes back on when you go to the bathroom? Yes. No, you never walk around without your shoes no. on. No. No, but when I'm, when I'm seated and the socks are clean and no one's looking, I take them off. Okay, you just said personal airspace, and all yeah. that makes me think about is like when you have these rules, uh-huh. you're like the villain from Iron Eagle. <laughs> I can't that means that means that means I'm gonna now have to uh, recruit a teenager who can fly and Louis Gossett Jr. and we're gonna have to come and teach you about how the rules really work. Not too late. I'm rebel. No. He's a rebel, <laughs> Dottie. We're, ju- we're just not gonna. Be- it's just gonna constantly be this for the end of time. It's just gonna be like. It's always two, two yeah. forces butting, uh, yeah. butting up against each other. Yep. It's all right. Wait, yep. Norm, are we supposed to call you Norm or Courtney? Because I always call you Norm. Does no, it matter? It's okay. It's it's an either or thing. An either me. or kind. Because when you said that Katie was calling you Courtney, I'm like, should we be calling him Courtney? Because I've always called you uh, Norm. It, she, <laughs> <laughs> when we were dating, she uh, she kind of got freaked out because er, like half the people would come up to me and be like, Norm, what's up? What's going on, buddy? And then the other half would be like, Oh, hey, Courtney, what's going on? I haven't seen you since high school. <laughs> so like, who she, are you? <laughs> she literally turned to me and she just goes, Do 
I even know you? <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, you do. They're both interchangeable. I'm the exact same person that that uh, that goes by the name Courtney or I go by Norm. Okay. It's just depending on whether or not the police are after me. That's right. true. Yeah. So you have like, yeah, multiple and identities. And then that name is Bocephus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's flying name, <laughs> quote. <laughs> so, Norm, since you've been here last time, have you noticed uh, any big change? I always like to ask people that I know, like, any big changes in Portland? Just the amount of construction that's oh, going yeah, on. Oh, yeah, construction yeah. is a pain. And the fact that, you know, Katie and I maybe or maybe not have started looking at housing and oh. I just looking at those prices. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty what nuts. What the fuck, Portland? I yeah. mean, come on. Like, let's get real here for a minute. Those prices. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, it's pretty insane how much uh, how much stuff costs in Portland yes, right now yeah, it is for, ju- for housing. And I'm just like, in Texas, it's like I could get a house for, you know, maybe $60,000, $70,000. What? What? Yes. You, you can't can get, even you rent get, an apartment for a year with $60,000. Okay. You can get land you can, but, and acreage for around eighty. Wow. That's insane. And that's inside the city limits. Yeah. Yeah, that's not possible here no. at all. Like times that by um, 100, and that's probably what you could afford. Oh, uh, 10? 10. Yeah. Not 100. That would be like – that, that would that would be a lot. I don't yeah, know what I'm talking be, that'd about. That would be six million. Six million. <laughs> well, that just, too. No, that just would be, a little bit wait, out of my price range. Right we don't now. need to do math, Greg. It's okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I think I like the model that Katie and I have now. Just fly in, be like a hurricane of just awesomeness, and then just and destruction. leave. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just just leave. <laughs> hurricane of destruction and awesomeness, and then just leave. <laughs> leave them go. with it, and then yeah, head on out. Well, call FEMA because Katie and Norm are coming to Portland. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do have uh, Norm. Since you're here, I, I do have a little bit of ball talk that we have to cover here on the show. Oh, Not yeah. really since you're here, but I, I figure, you know, if you want to be part of ball talk. Oh, of course you I want it. to be part of ball well, talk. You guys are okay. both sports fans, right? Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, we have... Uh, Greg, I was, you can just start. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, first up, though, I... I, there's not a ton that's going on, and I was looking for some Texas news because I knew you were coming in, but there's not a whole lot happening with Texas actually right now. I haven't no, found. No, we're actually, like, surprisingly, the Dallas Cowboys are, you know, not imploding at this very moment, yeah. which is always kind of scary. Um, <laughs> the Houston Texans kind of have always been just that weird cousin that nobody talks to. Um, the Dallas Mavericks are just, they're in a rebuilding phase. Mm. Uh Dallas Stars, mm, hockey, whatever. You're in a hot state. Is uh, Dirk retiring? I think Dirk is. Wait, Dirk Nowitzki? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? I well, love he's, him. He's got to go. He's I like holding Dirk. him back. Yeah, exactly. Dirk. I, I, I love Dirk, too, but yeah, Dirk is old. Oh, Dirk Dirk's, is. Dirk's old. Oh, yeah. I'd watch him if he wanted to be a commentator on something, though. Oh, he'll do something yeah. in the media. I mean, he's so likable. Yeah, he, he definitely will do something. But, so, but other than that, everything's just kind of... Everything's kind of like at an even keel, but once mm-hmm. uh, once August rolls around and high school football and college football starts kicking in, that's usually when Texas reaches its fever pitch sports wise. It's football. It's all football, isn't it? It's all football. Yeah, football is that. Football <laughs> is that. <laughs> well, I on. don't want your laugh. A couple of other things. I don't want 
Yola. <laughs> Yola. Uh, a couple of other things I need to talk about. So the NBA playoffs continued last night for game number two between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers, the third straight year in a row that these two teams have met. Because apparently no other, no team in the East can beat the Cavs, no team in the West can beat Golden State. And it uh, looks like Cleveland can't beat Golden State either because they lost the second game in a row uh, by a lot. Right, at 20-some points, I think it ended up being like 132 to Ouch. 113. Who or, won the, the thing last year? Uh, State? Cleveland won the NBA final. Cleveland yeah. won the championship last year. All right, year. but now Cleveland. So here's the thing. So, okay. so this is the third year in a ro- row. The first year, Golden State won. I think they won in six games. Maybe it went to seven. Uh, may- no, I think it was seven. Anyway, Golden State won the first year. Last year, Cleveland won, although one of those games, Draymond Green one of the stars for Golden State was suspended for because he attempted to kick somebody in the nuts again. Oh, Last year was when yeah, he was going rampant, kicker. kicking everybody in the nuts all through the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then finally he got suspended for a game. It's his own fault. It's his own is fault. Is he just trying to Bobby Hill the league? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Is he just walking up to some people, the basketball's his purse? I, I guess so. I oh. mean, he's a big guy. He doesn't really need to do it. And he's not doing it this year. It sounds like I guess I think he got the the nut kicking lesson last year of don't do that. Did you get your nut kicking lesson? <laughs> Did you learn your lesson on kicking people in the nuts? <laughs> so anyway, he's not doing it now, um, and the uh, he doesn't really need to do anything though because Kevin Durant is on the Golden State Warriors and he is just destroying the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's there's just no competition for him. Nobody can defend him. Nobody can do anything with him. So now the series goes back to Cleveland for game number three. Keep in mind, though, last year, the Warriors were up three games to one. It's a best-of-seven series, and Cleveland came back and won three in a row and won the championship. Mm-hmm. So anything when's can the, happen. When's the next game? The next game is on Wednesday, I believe. Okay. Wednesday is when they're back in Cleveland for, for game number three. If Cleveland doesn't win this game and they're down 3-0, to I'd, there's no way. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think it's going to be a sweep. I think Cleveland will win this next game. Okay. Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland's probably going to end up doing something. LeBron will finally get angry enough mm-hmm. to just be like, "I want this." Yeah, yeah. Get it, LeBron. But uh, my prediction of Cleveland winning the championship this year, I may be wrong on that one. I may be mildly incorrect on that one, mm. judging by how good Golden State. Oh yeah, is. you said that Cleveland was going to win. Didn't I you? thought so. Yeah, but it's the Kevin Durant factor. Just Jesus, there's nothing you can do with that guy. Mm. Yeah, he really wants it this year. Yeah, he just. I mean, if you took away all of Golden State's other stars and it was just Kevin Durant, yeah, LeBron could could handle that. But, yeah, man, there's just no way. I don't see it. But, anyway, that's going on the NBA playoffs. That's not the main thing we're talking about, though. We also have the NHL playoffs going on. The Stanley Uh-oh. Cup Finals. Oh, yeah, my sister's husband has been obsessed with that. This seems like it's way more fun to watch. And it's the Nashville Predators who are the ultimate underdogs who made it in uh, to – to uh, to the Stanley Cup Finals, they were like a number eight seed versus the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, the defending champions. And now they're going on to Game Four. Uh, Nashville just won the last one. I think their next game is tonight. A couple of things with it: it's like so, all the side media that's come out about it is pretty pretty interesting. A Nicole Kidman is apparently a giant Nashville Predators fan. Who knew that? Wait, huh. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman likes hockey. Yeah, but I. I That's was looking odd. it up. It's because her... What's her husband's name? Well, the it's not Keith really Urban. odd. Uh, yeah, the guy with the Keith hair. Urban. Yeah, Keith oh. Urban. So they live Keith, in Nashville. Keith Urban. Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. But no, but wait, he's Australian, isn't he? So it's Keith Urban. But with a twang. Keith Urban. Okay, let's... No, no, no. People, in the, people in the South. People in the South. That's enough. Keith Urban. 
Oh, that's how they say it? Kay he, he's, one of, he's one of them foreign country singers yeah. <laughs> we've accepted because our music's so <laughs> shitty we have to have outsiders come in and do it. <laughs> they do it better. So, Keith Urban. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, just strange. Nicole Kidman being a big Predators yeah, a fan. a frigid person liking a frigid sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Boom! Wallen. I got jokes for days. Chris in the Bada live bing. chat just said Taylor Swift is also a Predators fan. I guess that makes sense if they're from Nashville. I don't know where she's from, but... Huh. All right. Well, anyway, there's there's all that going on. There was a big fight that happened over the weekend, though, because Rob Ryan and Rex Ryan. So Rob Ryan and Rex Ryan are twins. They're both former NFL coaches. Uh, they're both... They've both been let go by their teams, and now they just go out. But I, <laughs> I guess there are a ton of they're, – they're interesting to be around because when Rob Ryan was in New Orleans as part of the uh, New Orleans coaching staff, he would go out to bars and just walk in and put down his credit card and be like, drinks are on me. And then wow. he just sit there and drink with everybody and getting drunk with Rob Ryan in a bar in New Orleans. Oh, he, he's a fun time Charlie, isn't he? That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like it would be fun. And now the two of brothers are apparently just going out drinking by themselves, and they got into a fight in Nashville. They were in down there for. Whoa! I don't know whether they're there for the NHL playoffs or what, but that's kind of what it's implying, is that uh, they they were down so, there. Somebody threw a drink at them, and they both stood up and uh, I guess hit the guy. So, <laughs> hey, I wouldn't mess with them. They're big. They're big dudes. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Ryan brothers. The Ryan brothers. Ryan brothers. Ryan brothers. <laughs> yeah, there's video of them to them being held back. It's it's pretty hilarious. God, uh, they just seem like a like a bygone era of the WWE. They like, do tag team. <laughs> they would totally they up in the NFL, and they were mildly successful. And now they're just yeah yeah. Now yeah. they're being highly successful at being alcoholics, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sharing the wealth. Yeah. So, so there's a video that somebody posted: Rob and Rex Ryan fighting dudes. So, so let me guess: was, is that Deadspin? No, it was some somebody who was just there, happened to be there. And got a video of it and posted it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's that's pretty sweet. That's pretty amazing. All right, but finally in ball talk, we've got this little thing here. And this has to do with the NHL playoffs because now, as I said, there are so many fans of the Nashville Predators coming out of the woodworks. Maybe oh, they've no. been all along, but we never know them. Here it comes, folks. I know. Sorry, Including Kieran. this gentleman, a little guy by the name of Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, no. Bring the Stanley Cup. Tennessee. Oh no! <laughs> that would mean the world to fans like me. Oh my God, he sounds like he has no life left. This <laughs> Miley is just sucks it all out. He's just singing it from like a hospital bed or something. <laughs> Toasted with a beer. Hold on, let me squeeze my sailing bag. Oh my Get through God. this next verse. To Tennessee. Oh, he's not even giving an effort. No. Oh. See, the thing is with like any of these fan songs when they do it, you gotta make it quick. Quick lyrics, quick poppy, like not this slow. Bring the Stanley Cup to Good lord, did, did he smoke like a pound and a half of chico before he went into the studio for this? Yeah. It's, it's like he's doing it at half measure. Come on, man. That totally sounds It like really it. is. Thank you, Bricky Hart, man. Come on. Get that back. <laughs> go we home, know you Bill. got it. <laughs> go home, Billy Ray. You're drunk. All right, so there we go. Billy Ray Cyrus, bring the Stanley Cup to Tennessee. NHL playoffs continue on. Oh, yeah, final thing. Oregon State Beavers swept through the first round of the college baseball playoffs, number one team in the nation, and going on to the regionals. Go Beavs. That concludes this edition of Ball Time. Hey, number one team in the country. Woo-hoo. Beavs.
Go Beavs. Go Beavs. Well, thank you for letting me, even though Norm wasn't on, he was in here. Thank you guys for letting me rant, rant and rave and be excited about my weekend yesterday. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah, Sarah's awesome. Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. Sarah's Big Adventure. <laughs> yes. And Norm, we're so stoked that you could come in. We're sorry that we missed Katie, but uh, she's out doing important things. Well, she's out. Uh, actually, she's resting from her workout because she is actually going to uh, compete in a powerlifting meet. Whoa. Awesome. So, this whole like we planned it out on our vacation on our vacation that she would be able to have workout days and plus I've been going to Pals and just walking around this lovely city and this lovely weather. Yes, thank you for the lovely weather. Listening to you two and all the fun employment radio that I can get my hands on because I love it. And uh, Portland, y'all are awesome. Thanks for having us. And uh, Norm, you are welcome anytime. I tried. I. I just want to say thank you all for letting me come in here. And it's yeah. awesome. Oh, no. We y'all always love awesome. to see you. The whole Geek in the City crew is super awesome. Yeah, you, you guys all always do it upright when you come here. Like, oh. there, there isn't yeah, wasted. Yeah, you went out to the coast. Yeah, there's no wasted time. Brisket. None. None. <gasps> brisket, which, by the way, Aaron Duran, uh, Norm did tell us that there's some extra brisket for us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to hit you up for that. Absolutely. Well, you should because uh, the guys that cooked it made it on to number four on Texas Monthly's top 50 list. Oh, Texas Monthly has a top 50 barbecue list? Yes. Top 50 every top, month? Top yeah, 50. I was like, Greg, top 50. I thought like you it would just be more me, yeah, No, it, it just took second. me a second to okay. understand that. They only do the list every five years. So if you make oh, it into the top gotcha. 10, you're, like, you're guaranteed to be just like... Already my friend's had lines out the doors. Like, he's had wow. to double his production. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Lines out the doors. Everybody loves it. Q's good. That's incredible. It's amazing. And uh, he just wanted me to come. I told him I was coming up here. It was like, hey, can I bring some brisket? And he's like, all right. So we ended up with about 10 pounds of meat. <laughs> put it in a cooler and uh, froze it and uh, checked it. And it made it here. So nice. I think I've got a system Whoa. down for... Uh, Transporting a smuggling brisket. Yeah, I got smuggle your brisket. Brisket smuggling. <laughs> Norm from Texas, aka kicking brisket. No, no AKA Boss Blanco. <laughs> AKA Texan. There you are. <laughs> well, thank you for coming in. And we're and thank, thank you, you to AJ from yeah. Worthy. AJ oh, from man. Worthy Brewing, Worthy Beer, uh, WorthyBrewing.com. There we go. I was trying to get it out there. I there totally slipped it up. <laughs> AJ from Worthy Brewing. Uh, go to worthybrewing.com. Yeah, thank you so much, AJ, for coming in. That was yeah. that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening in to Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate each we and every one of you. We are so excited for you. And we are super excited to see you on the 18th. The 18th. the Fun Employment Radio experience. Yes, and bingo. And Fun Employment Radio bingo. Happening that day as well. Oh, my God. Get on it, y'all. Get on it, y'all. All right. Thank you, Norm. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.